Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Nichelle Anderson. I'm my host of my podcast show here. Thank you so much. Today, I am doing the part two of the live podcast show that I had three guests from Kahana educators talking about literacy. Why does it matter? That's the overall theme that I went with to kind of focus on overall what's going on in Kahana in Africa and worldwide. As a community, we have to kind of look at things, how we can help to improve by any means that we can for the primary objective. So today would be the second airing of the replay of that live podcast show. It was one of my first, one of my first, that whole week I did uh, two live podcast shows. <laughs> so that was my first time doing that on my new platform here on Podbean, where I bring it over my other podcast show. Which is uh, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond And of course my initial show has always had been on Podbean when I started podcasting And as Surviving Your Journey to a Success So I'm going to go ahead and start the replay I hope you definitely, you're definitely going to get some gems out of this They dropped a lot I had a very active audience that was able to actually turn in and listen to the whole broadcast. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this podcast and see you on the other side. Thank you. All right, we have Michaela. Now, Michaela, what I'm going to do, because I'm looking at the time as well, could you hold your uh, comments to the end and then we can wrap back around to you? Let me have, let's see. I want to get this in because we just got finished talking about um, like the best way to be able to have, um, um, you know, to, the discrepancy at all what's happening going in Kahana and then what are some of those prominent ways that we could do to do that. And we also talk about parenting, which adults um, plays an important role. So my next question is going to be towards Mathis to kind of start that off and then we'll move on to Bernice and Edom. And the question is, because parenting is hard, it's not easy. And I don't want nobody to listen here to thinking, well, you know, <laughs> being a parent is not, you know, it's not easy to do this and that. But nonetheless, you're also a teacher. So you have to have that consistency and that balance. What are some, as we say here in the United States, some pushback or um, some objections that parents are saying why they're not doing the things that you feel and that we all here can agree it's imperative to make it happen because at the end of the day, we got to make it happen. We got to present that environment for the child and the tools that the child needs to read. That's the future. So what are some obstacles that um, you're hearing from parents? We're going to touch on that a little bit and then we'll move on. I'm going to give the mic to Matthias to kind of expand on that. And let me just kind of move this here. And let's go to Mathis. I'm gonna wait till he get the mic. There you go. All right, Mathis, right quick, what do you can expand on that you hear from the parents when they when they get to get to speak on that? Some obstacles that they're saying they can't do. I heard that you say oh, yeah. what we can do to make sure that something happens. Is that not? Can you take that question for me again? It's okay. Um, I was just touching on what we was talking earlier about um, uh, parenting. Parenting is hard, um, but I also parenting, feel that parenting, parenting is, is, is okay. like being a teacher. 
So what are some obstacles have you okay. heard? I want to be able to, since we don't have like, you know, everybody, every parent in here on the call, what are some pushbacks okay. parents might say? I hear what you're saying, Mathis. We need to do this and do this, but I'm, uh, this is the obstacle. Like, my, I guess my question is, um, so what are some obstacles that you hear from parents? And what are, what are your solution when you hear that? Like, yeah, th thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. You know, the, the distance, depending on the geography, depending on the geographical area that you are, and then how to come from that area, you understand? Some of them, some of the parents, they do not have time for the others will tell you that they are not educated to, uh, so they cannot help their children at home. I get in the whole thing. But then you realize that because of poverty rate being high, a lot of the parents, they are focused on like what they will do to make sure ends meet than uh, the, the children. So you see, so by the time, even as at 4.30, the dad is gone. Before the children will wake up and around 6 that they are preparing for school. They will even come, where well, they will sleep before their dads will come. The next morning, the next morning they will still live again before their children will wake up too. Poverty is a factor. Issues of the people not being to school is a factor. And issues of job stress is also a factor. I get in the whole thing. So they are not trying to have a uh, play that fatherly and motherly role. You understand? As far as these things that we are talking about are concerned, are you getting the whole thing? But then I would say that poverty is a very key, very, very, very key area in, or uh, a very key factor in all this and that we are talking about. And if the economic levels of everybody will improve, you realize that parents can also have some leisure time to do all the things that we are doing. Because everybody is, is hustling to make ends meet. Are you getting the whole thing? So they don't even bother about their children education and all those things. Are you getting the whole thing? So. I think poverty is a it's an area. And then I've also said that illiteracy and poverty, they are family members. You know, they're in a vicious circle and then they are always trying to fool each other. Illiteracy and poverty. And I'm of the view that for us to reduce elite uh, poverty, then we have to promote literacy. Mm. You understand? So, so if Africa must get there in some days to come, then Africa must focus on promoting literacy it is only literacy that can help us reduce poverty you understand so that is the only way out now then we can reduce the, the poverty level by promoting literacy you understand and if you are all all well to do and all those things you can get your child to the best of school you can buy books for your child you can you know do all the library all the things that we are talking about you'll be able to get all those things some uh, people they come to school without exercise books they come to school without pain they come to school without food they'll come to school without food. Some of them will come to school empty stomach, they'll close 2 p.m. and go home to eat. So when teachers are able to identify those children or people, then they'll will, they will buy food for them to eat. Some of them, their uniform is torn. No school bag, no sandals. Teachers have to take these things up and do it for the children. So psychologically, the child is down. And when you inquire, and then also a uh, uh, broken home. Broken home is also one factor that is causing a lot of this. The mom is there, the dad is there. Mm. So parental control is lacking. So the children, they go, they wire, they do all kinds of things on their own. And their future is in a jeopardy kind of thing. So, but like I've said, poverty is number one problem that is causing all these things. You understand? Uh -huh. So some of the even school fees, some amount, even 10 CD, maybe $2 or all these things, people cannot afford it. Are you getting the whole thing? 
two dollars somebody people cannot afford it and all this uh, so i think that poverty is one key area and if we are able to start like these children that we are helping now their story will be far 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 different than ours are you getting the whole thing their story will be far 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 because we are trying to equip them we are trying to make them see the light we are trying to them we are giving them the key of life and if they can read and write and understand then these children they become very great and they will be able to break that poverty this thing that we are talking about are you getting the whole thing ah uh, so if we do not put in energy if we do not sacrifice for these children now their generation will be doomed because because they are even uh, uh, this, <laughs> they are even distracted they have the amount of technology all over they are even distracted more than uh, ever in in history are you getting the whole thing but then we have to help them now and the work must be done by parents by parents who are facing challenges and all those things we understand so if the economic condition is improved if the economic condition is improved it will help in the long run are you getting the whole thing everybody will be enlightened and everybody can afford everybody can get you know the children they come to school with the best of storybooks and all those things and then we're also saying that you know in our part of the world in ghana during birthdays uh, parents we normally celebrate birthday for our children with biscuits with uh, drinks and then dresses and all those things but we are advocating that as a parent if your child is celebrating a birthday try to get an interesting storybook for the child on the birthday even if even if you want to add the biscuit and those things no problem but the a storybook should be number one birthday gift then you can add the rest are you getting the whole thing uh, so some of them even the children we tell them that when is their birthday they should tell their parents to buy them interesting storybooks and then and that through that storybook they'll become great men and uh, uh, women in future are you getting the whole thing so it, it must be a, a drive an advocacy drive there must be a lot of sacrifice and all this things. but like i've said the economic condition is a key role uh, in all these things that we do and then, then you realize that in, in in africa or maybe in ghana we do not have a lot uh, of companies that are into sponsorship you know to sponsor issues of literacy no 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 no. you not get it are you getting the whole thing if it's about music uh, dancing and all those things people are willing to sponsor but this one no, nothing nobody even give you one ghana or even one dollar maybe to do it no they don't mind are you getting but if it's about music concert and all those things you see a lot of the companies trying to sponsor all those ones but we say we want to go and teach maybe parents somewhere who cannot read oh they don't mind meanwhile we are saying that literacy is a fundamental human right but people do not have that human right so what must we all do to make sure that they get that right it means that maybe some of us we have the energy to go we don't have the resources somebody has the resources must empower us then we all get there that is how collectively we can do uh, uh, this job are you getting the whole thing uh -huh. and then so that those people when they're able to help their children then the children will come out of that poverty but if that is not being if that is not done and what will happen is that their parents are poor the children will grow up to become poor and that generation they'll be very poor are you getting the whole thing uh -huh. but those that are able to enlighten uh, their addition you see that that family they'll have lawyers they'll have doctors they'll have and all those things they're getting so uh, to end i would say that poverty is a key area in all these things if you're able to improve the economic condition of members and that it will help in the long way that everybody can afford uh, the school materials they can buy books for their children they, they, the children can eat before they get to school and all the some of them they close come back and you get in the zone they come to school with no food how can that child 
a child of maybe age 10 or 8 like, come to school without food and go eat around go eat around two two things it is it, problematic you understand so i i would say that poverty is a key a thing in all this that we are talking about thank you mm. Thank you. And Matthew, before you go, I want to also touch on that. The right way I'm so happy to talk about poverty. That's the issue here in the United States. And it's ingrained in everything. Literacy is key. But I want you to share with the audience. I know this month, 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 I could you list those seven reasons that we're aiming for? Yeah, thank you very much. Like, yes, like I did indicate in the earlier podcast show that, that we do not have a library. We don't have a library in our school. We do not have interesting storybooks. We do not have computers. We do not have a, a lab for practicals. You know, when we are doing this phonics practicals, you know, anything game, anything that we want to uh, implement in the school or maybe in, in other schools, uh, we do not have a practical a lab for that one and then we do not have enough laptops for our works you know our team members and their colleague teachers that we work with it is my desire that we should get laptop for uh, the teachers too as well so that they can also use it for uh, the literacy promotion in their respective uh, schools and then uh, communities we do not have enough projectors for uh, our work you understand and then like i indicated we are not we can say okay, we are going to community a for literacy promotions everybody just get on board we are going here we do not have a vehicle so mostly when we are we are going to a particular place we have to hire a vehicle from the station and then uh, we get to that place so it's also a challenge that we are not mobile so it's also hindering our distance and then maybe so those are the things that uh, we need maybe a small generator to uh, to be in the car so that any community that we want to get to maybe the evening for any program we can just uh, go there and do program so those are some of the things that I would say that from the part of the school and then the the NGO work that we are doing that uh, we need. Perfect, perfect. And if anybody is listening to or donate, you can find out more information about the school and how you can donate. And that music is one to play, Matthew. I got another question for you. I got another question we get ready to wrap this up. We get ready to wrap this up. I would say that the the future is very, very bright. Yay! Yay! Very bright. Because I'm saying so because <laughs> I'm saying so because the children we are doing programs with, you know, you get to a school, you are doing program with 650 school people, 300 school people, 200 school people, 100 school people, like that. And then all these children, they'll become adults. To become a lifetime reader is developing a very deep love for reading at a tender age. So if you are helping these students to be able to become lifetime readers now, it means that they will take the job after us. Are you getting the whole thing? So it's also so interesting. A lot of them will be in the literacy promotion work. Are you getting Because they have been, they have been benefactors, they have benefited from the programs. So they will also now do the work. So the future is very, very bright. So what it means is that we we'll advocacy work and make sure that we are able to reach a lot of these school pupils. And if you're able to succeed in that business, it means that the future of literacy in Ghana mm-hmm. will be very, very bright. And a lot of our colleagues, educators, will also join our team. And we can all try to help children acquire these basic reading writing skills that we are talking about. So the future is very bright. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it. A positive outlook. And by you and your team 
and everyone that's here and everyone that will be listening is to seize that replant. And sometimes we don't see the harvest yet. We got to keep going. going. Keep going. Yeah. Said that inspired. Said that inspired. You know, you know, share, that the future, is, share bright, that the future is bright. Pocahana. Can you share that? Yeah. Can you share that? Motivating statement. Mm. Yes, a ready nation is a winning nation. Mm. So for Ghana mm. to, to win, we must win through reading. So a reading individual is a winning individual. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. So that is it. Mm. Love it. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Bernice. Thank you. You got to share All with All right. Us. Let's go to Bernice. You got to share with us. Thank you, Mathis. What was a motivating statement that one of your students shared with you, Bernice? Go ahead, Bernice. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. One of the statements that inspired me is that uh, you can only you can only discover through reading. So they always want to discover new things through reading. Mm. That is my project in the school. And then I always help my children to read, to discover new things, because that is mm -hmm. what they Life. always want mm -hmm. in my school. In the city of Ghana, Accra, mm -hmm. where I teach, Kotobabi mm. number two, primary B. Mm -hmm. That is where... I use the digital and the technology to help the children to read and then answer questions right. on the accelerated reader, the Renaissance, and then the Mayon. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So in my school, the children, most of them always want to read, to discover new things. And that right. is just what I'm doing to help them to read even in the lockdown mm -hmm. i help most of the children in my community about 50 stu uh, students mm -hmm. i go to their homes with my tablets with the help mm -hmm. of my madam who spoke earlier on mrs kofi mm. uh, he thank you always mom. provide me with the tablet and mm -hmm. most of the storybooks then i go to them and then we do all that so mm -hmm. I think they always want to read and then and discover new things, most of my students. Mm. Love it. Thank you, Bernice. Now let's go, and I totally agree, reading to me, I love reading as a child because it, it made, I just enter a different world. I'm able to dream of different things. Um, so you touched on when you were talking about that. I can definitely relate when I was a child reading. I loved it. It just, it was an escape for me, but it was also inspiring for me to believe that anything was possible, even though I couldn't, you know, it, I couldn't see it in my own environment, but it allowed me to dream. Dreaming is important because it helped you want to continue to go on so, into adulthood. Thank you so much, Bernice, for sharing that. All right, Edom, let's go to you and see what you want to share. All right. Are you connected? Oops, nope, not yet. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Eden, All right. what do you want to share with one of your students' statements that inspired you? Okay. Um, you know, I taught in grade two before. 
<laughs> so um, four years down the line, a student approached me and told me, if not for me, he would have stopped schooling. And that's inspired me to do what I was doing and do it even better. Mm. And that's, yeah, that statement uh, remains with me to this day. Mm. Mm. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Very nice. I love the discussion today. today. Do we have any final comments for people that's in our audience? audience? Okay, Makala, let's get her. Let's get her. Hold on. Makala, go ahead. What are your thoughts on this before we wrap up? Okay, so my um, inspiring um, comment that was said to me by my children. So I teach deprived children in my area. In, in other areas mm-hmm. and one of them as I was teaching her she said um, will you be my mommy oh so that was so inspiring to me and mm-hmm. that um, kind of it's establishes the fact that mm-hmm. literacy is a family culture because mm-hmm. she says mother she said I'm teaching her but she sees her mother in me you mm-hmm. see so it's that makes it effective Right. So reading and literacy is indeed a family culture, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it work. Not too much of a school structure. Let, let's do have the um, school structure and mm-hmm. um, complement it with a family structure of some sort, being mm-hmm. a book club, a community book club, where they can have mm-hmm. fun and explore on their own and not through a rigid system, a rigid school system. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, right. in a nutshell, that's what I have to say. We don't have time. So, <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's a powerful <laughs> statement. Yes. 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 And so, what I'm trying to think of a, a English word here, but you said it. I'm just going to repeat what you said. It is. It is a family culture, and that's what the basically on the spirit form, the spiritual form. She's basically the person that you as your as her mama. Can you be my mom? Or something. You know, that's so that's so touching because it's a loving expression. When we take the time to read to our children and encourage them, we're, we're feeding them. We're feeding the soul. When we feed the soul, we feed the spirit. We're inspired to be what our purpose. I believe you used that word too. Our purpose forward. Ooh, I love this. I knew this was going to be a good show. I knew so many. I gotta, I'm got trying to keep up, trying to type some of these wonderful quotes because they're powerful. And that's what I like to end on on my podcast show is a motivational quote that someone can take away from and think about and motivate them. And every single one of everybody that was able to join this live call today gave a lot for us to think about, for other people to think about, for us to be motivated. And I am so grateful and so thankful I'm not going to get teared up here that everybody took the time and we'll take the time to listen to this when we do the replay. But this is good. This is good food, as I like to say. Good for the mind and the spirit and what have you to move forward. And I feel very humble that I have people from Gahana 
talking with this with me and with my listeners. I am so, so grateful, humble, and privileged and honored that I have this opportunity to host this show. I'm looking forward to host another one. <laughs> it wasn't that bad with the technology. We got it moving and we're able to hear everyone clearly. I'm definitely going to have my notes and type that up to, to grasp some of this because other people, I've been trying to do it on Twitter to show that this is a wonderful conversation. It's a family conversation. It's a community. And when we all work together towards the same goal, we will get the desired result. And that's what Mathis was saying about the future. And I feel very humble to say Gahana is on the right path. Y'all so passionate. Y'all can't fail because there's so many of you that I'm hearing that y'all so passionate about it and y'all keep going. That's the 360 that I like to say, the circle of life. So with that done and said, I definitely want to see how I can save my transcript because <laughs> y'all drop some lot of good quotes that I want to be able to requote you and share that with those that couldn't uh, be on the live call, but we'll see it later. And let's see, literacy can take anyone around the globe. Therefore, we are the ambassadors. All right. Must be committed to it. Bernice, I know you're going to make me cry. See, I was trying not to cry. And he, that's a powerful statement right there. I'm going to read it again. Literacy can take anyone around the globe. Therefore, we, the ambassadors, must be committed to it. And I'm going to end on that note. Thank you so much, Makala. I am so appreciative. We got to connect on Twitter. And um, yes. yes, is that a powerful statement, Mathis? I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, y'all just give me hope. Because I love reading. And it's, we have adults that are passionate about reading. It makes your children see. What are mom and papa talking about? What does auntie talk about? That's how we say it here in the States. What are they talking about? What are they interested in? Should we, oh, what are they talking about? They talking about that book. Maybe I should pick up a book. We're, we're influencing them. And that's powerful. That's power right there for the next generation. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for tuning into my podcast, my live show. I would definitely be doing another one. And I hope everyone have a nice night, a nice evening. Thank you so much. Oh, Bernice, you want to talk? Oh, let me get Bernice in there. Let's see. Oops. Let me see if I can get you. Bernice, can you hear me? Oops. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good evening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bernice. Oh, Bernice still trying to talk to me. <laughs> right. Bernice, can us. you hear me? Yes, you wanted yes. to say something? <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, you're we welcome. We'll have us another time. Oh, we're going to do this again. Yes, I love y'all. Yes. I love it. Y'all bought a whole shipload of gems um, that to, uh, to endure and, to, and to, uh, to learn and to understand and to connect with. So I definitely want to do another one of these. And I think it went very well. And I'm so humble that everybody really passionate, you know, shared their experience, shared their time, shared their examples, because we learn by example. So I think the replay is going to be really nice for those that couldn't join us live to replay it and listen to it. We gave a lot of solutions. And we also looked at it from a, a parent's perspective, because here in the United States, time is a factor because we, you know, work 
and everything and all the other stress and Matthew has outlined that. And nonetheless, through all of that, we still got to get it done. And that's what you were saying, um, Bernice, about we are ambassadors. So you just you just have to get it done. That's the circle of life. You just got to push forward and we will reap and see the benefit when the children grow up and be adults to lead us. So, um, yes, I'm definitely interested in doing another one. All right. Thank you, everyone. Hope everyone have a nice evening and we will talk and we got to connect on Twitter if we're not connected. Um, but nonetheless, thank you so much. And I get some messages here. Yes, everybody's saying, all right. Bye, everyone. Have a good night. That's going to conclude the live podcast show replay where we're talking about why literacy matters. And I think overall, it's a, it's a community effort. It's a humanity effort. Sometimes in life, we don't realize the sub the simple things actually is what we have to aim for however means that we can and without literacy and the ability to read it's hard for us to communicate if we're not able to communicate then we're not able to really look upon ourselves of how we can grow or how we can help someone else to grow with that done and said this is the month where I am collaborating with Matthias, that's the CEO of the Ambassadors of Literacy, and to to bring awareness of literacy as well as to help to do a fundraiser for the school. So this month, the event page would be in the description. If you want to participate, if you want to donate, whatever that you feel that you can, what have you, you could just forward it to some, you know, post it on your social media. We accept that to bring more awareness regarding his school and the programs that they have already started and want to continue to grow the resources that they want to help improve, to help the students, help the families to be able to reach the goal towards, um, towards increasing literacy. All right. So consider that. And thank you so much for following my podcast. Thank you so much for your support. And I really do appreciate you. All right. So talk to you soon.